Alright, so how have you guys been? Good. Good. Busy. A little busy? I always hate it when people say busy, but actually, I then I started saying like, my life's joyfully full. And then I was like, you know, sometimes it's just full. And like, joyfully full. <laughs> sometimes it's just very full. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I think it's just there's a lot, a lot of moving parts right now, which I feel like is every part of life, but... Yeah, but right before a wedding, because yeah, how long are we out from the wedding? Less than three months now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's, uh, that is a joyfully full And it's like not, moment. we're, honestly, we've just been kind of waiting at this point, because I'm very yeah. type A, and so I had like a lot of stuff planned before we were engaged, and like, just, I mean, we have convenient connections, like he works at the church we're getting married at, my yeah. parents own the venue, yeah. my dad grows flowers, so like we had a bunch of that stuff That's already good. kind of worked out, which was nice. You can't beat that. No, but then, but then we've just been kind of like almost waiting now, where it's like all of the logistical stuff is like done, we're just waiting for the weather to be nicer because people would hate being at camp right now for a reception. Like oh. the snow is up to like my ribs. Is it really? So like, I that? mean it's probably a little condensed it's, now it's, uh, since it rained. Down a little and it rained a bunch the other day, but otherwise, I mean, so then, so then you're just you, kind of waiting. And then you guys are wrapped <laughs> up, and so you, you work as a nurse. I work as and a nurse. Are you at night shift? No, I am off nights now. You are which off is nights nice. now. That's I work, good. I transferred up to Ashland a couple months ago. I'm in the ER there. Okay. So, yeah. Do you so like that? I do. I like it a lot. Um, I my manager's amazing. Her. You do? I love I uh, Well, I got I got sentenced there you to work forty hours of community service. Because oh. Oh. <laughs> I was a bad driver. Oh. I got too many speed tickets when I grew up. Oh, okay. But they sentenced me to the emergency room. I had forty hours and I loved it. Okay. Like I was that close to becoming an EMT. Nice. I was that close. I was like, huh. this yeah. is this is amazing. Like I yeah. wanna be in your like this is what I wanna do. Yeah. And yeah. Just, I just it didn't go that way, but yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's it's fast and you're like always learning. And you never and then, know what's gonna happen. No, and you never know what's gonna happen. But I think it helps you keep sharp on like all of your basic nursing skills, which is kinda nice. Yeah. Like one of the previous units I was on was it was OB and up north. I mean you don't always you can't predict when moms and babies are gonna come in. So right. it wasn't like a very steady patient population and I think that was kinda hard sometimes where I was like, I don't really feel super confident because I don't get to practice it like every single day. Yeah. Assessing moms and babies because they're not always in there. So Okay, so let me ask you this for the record. Yeah. Is the full moon and birthing babies, is there any tie into that really? Because my okay, wife and I debate this. I, I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> when there there's are pressure no drops or like big storms or full moons, yes, we tend to, to get it more. It really does. It because really... it affects women's bodies. Because if you have a sudden pressure drop, sometimes they'll suddenly start contracting or their water will break. Or she was making it up. No, when there's pressure changes and like atmospheric pressure changes, absolutely we get, yeah. Really? Yeah. Or sometimes, wow. you know, like, we always say sometimes the crazies come in, like, at full moons, and sometimes that's true, too. I'm I don't know what Zach. it is about the moon, but it has a weird pull on people. We're going to edit this part out so my wife doesn't see it. <laughs> she cannot be right. Like, I'll not really bet down. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. But, yeah, so I just transferred. So we've had a busy couple of months since we got engaged, like, yeah. camp. And then, like, camp's always just crazy busy. And the fall, especially, like, you're getting everything shut down for the year, and... I found out I had to have two surgeries before we get married. Oh boy. And I switched jobs because I was tired. Like night shift, I was just not the same person. I that wasn't happy. Like I was cranky and I'd be like, Brandon, I don't know why I'm cranky and I know I'm cranky and it's not you. And I'd just be like crying the next day because I wouldn't want to sleep because I'd want to like function like a normal human. Right. And like people don't get it when you work nights. They're like, oh, what days do you work? And so I'd always say like, well, I work Monday to Tuesday, Tuesday to Wednesday. They're like, oh, you can hang out Wednesday. And I'm like, but my life's completely flipped of yours. Like, yeah. I have the same, like, 12 hours to work. But then, yeah, so it's just, unless you've worked nights, I feel like you don't quite understand no. the life flipping and how no. awful that is. So I just, like, wouldn't like the person that I was going in at nights because I'd be desperate to try and sleep. I was a terrible sleeper during the day. I'd go to work, like, be struggling to make it home because I have a 40-minute 40, like 40 commute home. Oh, and then yeah. I'd, like, go see Brayden later that day after I take a little nap and I'm just cranky or we'd be like teaching religious ed that night I'm like it's not you I'm just tired oh. I just like wasn't as I'm not as good of a person when I work nights it's it, just it's like hard it is hard it just takes a toll it does a of, like in a lot of ways and all and you as I mean you as a couple as well yeah I oh yeah imagine. yeah yeah where I was like it's not us that's the issue it's me not <laughs> right. sleeping that's the issue right. so 
Right. I don't know. So I transferred in like late November, early December to Ashland where I can work days, which is super nice. Oh, wow. Um, and my manager up there, she's Catholic and she's wonderful. I was just talking to her today. But, That's great. Yeah. So I That's switched great. jobs and Brain's working at the church. Yeah, he's the, and, you're at the church. Are you the yeah. DRE and youth minister? Just the youth, youth minister. minister. We've got a team of like four people that are like kind of the ministry team. That's yeah. good. Yeah, it wasn't like I was just thrown in and like told to like Take care of everything. figure it out. Yeah. Fix these kids. Yeah, that seems to be what happens <laughs> right. to some people. Is it's like, oh, we don't have a youth minister or anything, so come in and like just do it. Just do that's something. That's kind of what happened to the yeah, the lady Anna. That's. Um, I was gonna show you guys. It, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We were driving today. There's a beautiful farm up here, like right here, uh -huh. on the right. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Wow. <laughs> you know what's funny? I think I grew up there for like 23 years of my really? life. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep, that's my dad's flower farm. That's right. And I learned this. I learned about the hawks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everything. So. Yep. I'm sorry. So okay, so you have a ministry team. And they didn't throw you all into it and everything. Yeah, it wasn't like here taking control of like all of our ministry stuff. Like yeah, it just. So I think that's what happened to like the previous couple people. Is like someone leaves and they don't have any. So like Anna came in not yeah. knowing like what they had been doing. So right. I don't know when I came on, she kind of explained like this is the direction we're moving in with the parish, and like mm. they're doing a lot of like family ministry too, which yeah. is really cool. And so that's I'm, good. Yeah, I'm mainly with like the middle schoolers and high schoolers. We do stuff on Wednesday nights, and then there's someone else who's with like younger kids. Yeah. Who do, um, catechesis of the Good Shepherd. Oh yeah. I don't know much about the program because that's I haven't of it, yeah. really cool, like, yeah. kids It's starting to take off in our diocese a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really does get the kids and the families involved, and, and getting the families involved, too. I hear so many adults talk about how they feel like, like, I had an adult comment on one thing we did that, like, I wish I had this when I was growing up. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like I missed out. I feel like I wasn't absorbing. I don't absorb things. I didn't absorb same things then like I do now. Yeah. Um, I also think, like, I love that they use, like, tactile, like, kinesthetic learning. Like, kids learn when they can see and touch and feel. And, like, yeah. that's what they do. They, like, have the little altar and, like, yeah. they let the kids, like, actually see what's going on up there. So it's not just a mystery. They kind of understand it more, which is... Yeah, like, when I was first... Okay, this is a good big hill up here. <laughs> okay, we go hawking down here in this river. Oh, good. It's a creek. So... <laughs> the Trim Bell. Which was great. Great. <laughs> we, could, we could pause and run up this next hill if you want. Oh, my God. We could, and I could drive up it and to like just like <laughs> well, brain could be there, there was, for you. I just had surgery, know, so you're up. Okay. You're up. I'm, I'm <laughs> perfectly content right here. <laughs> yeah, the hell. Uh, yeah. Went with your dad that one time. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Right down here was where Brayden saw his first. I got to yeah, his first flight ever was right here. Right above my head. Really? Yeah, I thought that it was, was gonna land on you. It, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. for anyone that's watching or listening. Cheryl is your mom yep. who bought camp along yep. with your dad and your family yep. that we interviewed a couple of months ago. Yep. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Um, so, so yeah, that's a good tie-in. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I was, I told her I was, you know, I thought I thought I was cool that we had a pet pigeon that I could like catch in midair and <laughs> like, nope, I'm not. You have hawks. It's so medieval, like, it's, so it's awesome. funny because I grew up with, like, that was, that was normal for me, was to go downstairs and we'd have, like, some goshawks that my dad, like, that had hatched recently, so I'd, you know, go down and pick up the quail meat with the tweezers and put it in Pedialyte and feed it to the birds, like, that was normal oh. for me growing up, or, like, going hawking and I'd have my American Girl doll with me, like, climbing over snowbanks, going to get this dead duck, and my, my dad would be like, oh, what did he say? Oh, one time he was like, oh, it's not quite dead yet, but it was pretty injured, so we didn't want to be mean to it, so. Right. So I'm like five, and I broke its neck because I was like, "Well, that's what we do if the bird, oh, wow. <laughs> if the duck's injured and we can't release it." Because he had a bird that would catch them, but she was so gentle that they wouldn't, they wouldn't be hurt at all, so you could release them. But this one was like pretty injured, so we were like, "Well, we got to put it out of its misery, and it'll be food for the, the birds. Then we don't just waste it." So I just went over and broke its neck for him. <laughs> Can you imagine if they incorporated that into the next Toy Story movie? Of, like the look of horror on this American doll's face, like goes back and tells Woody on Buzz, like, "Don't go hawking with her." But then, like, so I just thought that was normal, and then, like, the older I got, people were like, "You're a weirdo." Like, 
your childhood. And I was like, that was normal for me. I don't That's, know. It's like people forget, like, <laughs> all this, like, I don't know, like, I did not grow up on the farm or anything like that. So all, like, hunting is foreign. It's just oh, foreign to me. Sure. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm completely fine with it. I just it's like didn't a, grow up with it. It's, it's like, like, I just assumed that, like, meat just shows up in the packages <laughs> in the store. In the store, yeah. It just happens. And so I was like, it's no, like, that doesn't just happen. It's like a culture thing. I was talking to yes. some friends at the hospital up north, like, during hunting season. And I said, oh, do your kids go hunting? And she said, no, we don't, we're not really from around here. We didn't. You know they didn't grow up hunting and i was like oh i suppose if you didn't grow up hunting like how would you really get into it like it's hard to get into it yeah yeah i think it's a very like yeah you're raised and it's a cultural thing but yeah. like it's like sacred in Braden's family oh, like yeah. that whole week is yeah. like that's holy week holy week. <laughs> holy week have you been hunting since you were just like ever since you can remember i was pretty i mean i would go and sit with my dad um yeah when i was quite little and then i remember yeah shooting my first year with him when i was at my, my grandpa's land in Spooner and that's just I don't know that's the big get together for the year my grandpa yeah. will really? every time I see him any time of year we talk about hunting yeah he's got he's been working on the stands for, what does he need to he's grow he's been clearing in the field? shooting ranges yeah. like wow. so that you've got a nice clear path for a good shot based on where the deer Gross, showed up like, previously molasses and he'll try and figure out what seed he needs to get for <laughs> attracting the deer he wow. plants crops just for the deer like, <laughs> that is and that's like how he likes to spend his time but that yeah. is really yeah it's that kind of funny i had yeah. to work last year for like was it hunting opener this year oh hunting opener i worked this year yeah. and his grandma was just like you work hunting opener like at oh, all I just can't it. yeah <laughs> i just floored and i was like I, I don't know people have to work oh it's funny she just walked like the wedding's off yeah, yeah. We, can't, we can't have yep. this oh my grandpa though loves the yeah quite impressed yeah. <laughs> that's great so is it do you like bow hunting or gun hunting more i've never been bow hunting You've never been. i used to shoot my bow a lot when we were younger but i have never been bow hunting i've bow hunted a little bit but not ever successfully i missed a deer once but that was about it oh not that good with the bow yeah. i think the problem was typically at least when i was in high school and stuff sports were like on weekends and stuff when oh, you yeah. would have time to hunt yeah. You, you wouldn't have much time after school, especially that time of year, because the sun goes down, and, and if you were in sports, you didn't, you just didn't have time. So then when I was older, I was then in nursing school, and you don't have time for anything then either. Oh, nice, right. So like, yeah, the weather's yeah, nicer, though. Like, yeah, that's fall, true. Like, earlier fall. That's so true. Nice. I have, like, devotionals, like, Christian devotionals that are just, like, a look at life from a deer stand, and, like, I have, like, <laughs> three or four books. Really? That are just, like, devotions that deer hunters send in, and... I've never trusted um, a picture. Yeah. I hate that yeah. So you do you, and you do you take them out to the deer stand with you? Like you I have read them while you're. I've taken like a couple books once in a while, but I <laughs> I'd rather just like watch. So I have like this like hand muff thing you stick your hands in to keep them warm. Oh yeah. Like, when my fingers get cold, so I have a rosary. It has a zipper pocket that I keep a rosary yeah. in. That's so, great. Like, every morning, when I, especially like during gun season, I need to like pray a rosary first thing. Sometimes it doesn't We don't see a deer thing. until we say a rosary. So it's like really? his, actually like his so shack can fit both of us, which is nice. Yeah. But oh. it actually seems like it's kind of weird. I haven't seen a deer until like, I would wow. be like thinking like, okay, I need to pray the rosary so that deer will come. Yeah. It's yeah. like going on in my mind, and I'm like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it kind of works. But it happens. So. And then yeah. I'm impatient because like I'm faster than you are praying the rosary. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm done. Are you? And you're like, no, I'm on the second decade. And I'm like, I shoot, so we got like 15 long. more minutes before we're gonna see anything. Dozing <laughs> off while I'm praying. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine it's peaceful out there. Yeah. I, oh I would have a hard time not dozing off out there. I it was all the time, but it's so. It was pretty warm this year when we were hunting. Not yeah. a hunting opener. Well, I'm sorry for you. The days I missed, it was awful cold, but the days I was there, it was very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so did you call a coworker? Like, did you call in sick today? So I can. Uh, no, I just I worked hunting opener, and then it was kind of nice because I chunked my days right there, so then I was off the rest of that week, and then oh. it was Thanksgiving. So I worked like Friday, Saturday, Sunday of opener, and then Monday through. Well, your other Thanks. coworker had opener off because she wanted to go hunting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she went hunting and then I worked, and yeah. So what? how are you finding the, uh, so you, like, with, with the planning, the wedding and everything, yeah. um, so, like, the whole engage process, the whole yeah. marriage prep process through the <laughs> church and, and going through the retreats and yeah. the courses and the, yeah. all that, so how's that 
going? I think it's good. I think we, I had reached a point right before I think we started dating where I was really myself interested in learning more about our faith. And you know what I mean? Like I feel, I don't want to say like in college you drift away or anything. I don't, I wouldn't say that I drifted away, but I think I just had like this newfound interest in like more of like the foundations of our faith and why do we believe what we believe and kind of like the catechism like so we're doing catechism oh, yeah. in a year now because we've pulled oh, yeah. the bible in a year yeah and i think i was just at a point where i was really interested in that and i think you were kind of at that point too and then when we started dating we started listening to like podcasts together like s christopher west um i'd always listen to leah darrow's do something beautiful oh, yeah. catholic stuff you should know pints of aquinas like all the Catholic there's, podcasts that you can listen to. There's another podcast out there. Um, it's called Unscripted, and you're on it right now. Oh, um, that yeah. one too. More <laughs> yeah. recently, we've started listening. Right. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't listened to it quite yet. I didn't that's know okay. it was a podcast until that's before okay. this. But that's okay. I will listen that's to it shortly. That's kind of a new thing. It's kind of like we're building up playing our flying. So, um, but do I you think, feel you plateaued like in college? Like, but, I think like, I just and then didn't it's have like, time. Now it's like I think I didn't have time. Like I think in nursing school, I was just so consumed with like school that and like I was in a different relationship at the time that definitely wasn't like helping me get towards mm. having or be interested in my faith mm -hmm. and so I think once I was out of that relationship out of nursing school I like had this space all of a sudden to be oh yeah really interested in I saw what, like I had like this divine vision of what my life would be like if I didn't have God in it like if I like continued in that relationship or like and I mm. it was horrifying I like, I remember I called Brayden because we were dear friends for we years. Friends for we had met yeah. at camp. Yeah. What summer? 2019? 2018. 2018. The summer my parents bought. Yeah. We had met at camp and we were just dear friends that whole summer and he went off to net and we stayed in touch and he'd call me sometimes when we were super busy on net and just like a really genuine, beautiful friendship. I was with someone else and you ended up with someone else and we just, he was like one of the first people I'd text if I needed prayers because mm. I knew he would pray for me. And I remember calling you, and I was like standing outside, and I was crying, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know I'm not where I'm supposed to be right now, and I like just broke up with this guy, and I'm going up to camp for the summer, and like you had already said you'd come and help get camp ready for yeah. the summer, like months before that, so you left your job early to come up to camp and help with stuff, and it's okay, I hated that job. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. What job? Can you say what job it was, or yeah, do you have to keep well, that under wraps? I worked at like a metal fabrication <laughs> oh. place, so it was like moving two thousand sheets of metal like into a press machine, and it was oh wow, oh, I hated it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, some of the guys were fun to, to work with, but sure. it's just like loud. You can't really talk much. Yeah. And my hands would be so sore, like I couldn't sure. like, do anything. You cut yeah. yourself? Would it be sharp? We had to like you'd go like through. A, you'd go through a pair of gloves like a couple of night. Oh. You'd cut through the gloves, but I never really. Self, I don't think. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ruined a lot of clothes though. I bet. <laughs> I had to shower with Dawn dish soap because all the oil that they put on the metal. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's good for you. Yeah, I didn't. I just had it to cleans the, the duckies. Yeah. Yeah, it's it does. Safe. <laughs> yeah. It's safe for the ducks. Yeah, they use it on baby ducklings and oil spills. Yeah. It on myself. Right. Oh gosh. Right. They should really do a commercial with that a little bit more. They should really <laughs> dig in with that a little. Yeah. Bit. Oh gosh. But, class. <laughs> yeah. but anyway, yeah, I think, I don't know, I think we both just had the space then that summer to explore more, like, I don't know, you were, you weren't going to school anymore, because yeah. you had gone for a semester, yeah. and you were done with that job, so we were both just working in ministry that summer, and I had known I had wanted to move up to camp for a long time, I just didn't think I could actually do it, and so then moved up to camp and just had, like, time and space and like desire to learn more about mm -hmm. my faith and yeah. then together I mean being with someone who so like who actually well yeah so on our first date like he asked my dad to take me on a date if he could take me on a date he brought me to adoration and mass and then out for pizza wow. and for a hike and I was like this is literally like and I think I told you that years before like what my I, ideal yeah. date my first oh, date would be nice and he asked my what dad for permission and like <laughs> wow and all the good things so like being with someone who is actively like interested in the same thing yes. like the most important thing in our lives was really helpful I think and just yeah and I mean it's like something we talk about all the time like it's not just oh Sunday we talk about God and we go to mass together like every day like yeah. we're listening to you know more truths about our faith or exploring it more the books we read like we both have we both have a book issue like 
We have so many books that we need to read that are all good and beautiful. I read like slow, that's I just the oh. yeah, he just finished Saint Therese's autobiography. I just finished the Anti Mary Exposed. Oh yeah. By Tan Book. So like, I don't know. I think just having the space and then someone who like actively wants to talk about that with you and really cares about it deeply and like that's like the foundation of like us. I mean. Yeah, and I yeah I think I don't know. I feel like too. At least for me, that was like the first relationship that like I took more seriously mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah previously it was like I don't know there's a, like just modern like yeah. it's just indecisiveness with everyone right like, that's what we're trained to be yeah it's like keep your options open so it was like don't commit to oh, anything you're not committed right. we like whatever people like each other but they don't commit they don't yeah we don't want to like what is it like we don't want to like Put a name on it or like oh yeah, label, we don't it. label it yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't want to label the relationship <laughs> yeah which so then i always have like a, a get out of jail for like yeah, i can basically. always get out you there's no out. cons yeah, yeah. Like they, yeah everyone wants an out without any repercussions yep yeah and then so like when we got together it was like okay no we're taking this seriously even before though like when we were right we friends were... i mean we talked about oh dating my gosh for like a couple months before we actually oh yeah dating. we were discerning because yeah. we were such good friends and we were yeah. like well we don't want to yeah. ruin anything right. that we have but so let's pray about it. We discerned it for a couple months, and then and then I don't know. We were like, well, this is. And whenever people would ask me what kind of guy I like could see myself, what I'd be like, oh, someone like Brayden. And then you know, you say that a couple too many times, and you're like, duh. Wait, yeah, yeah, oh, him. <laughs> so, and I mean this in the like in the most like um, positive, complimentary way mm-hmm. when I say this. You guys are weird. I mean, like, yeah. but I mean, like, and what I mean is, like, is, it is not, yeah, but it's, it, it's a good thing because it's not what you usually see yeah. in the culture. It's yeah. like you don't see people friends first. You don't see, you see people like wanting an out, people not wanting to label things. Right. You know, you, that, that is the norm. Right. And so weird is a good thing, you know. Right. You know, um, and I think it was, I think what I really appreciated, well, first of all, you're a gentleman, like, so chivalrous. But the, one of the first things I loved about you is that, like, and I don't think this is always common, it's like, you cared about my, like, me being happy. Like, one of the other guys I had been with, you were like, oh, he buys her flowers. Like, I'm so glad she has that. You were really genuinely happy for me in this other relationship and, like, super supportive. You never had ulterior motives, yeah. like, Which I'm going to try and break them up so I can be with oh, her or yeah. something and like that, that. That went both ways, too, yeah. because, like, I was with someone yeah. different, and then you were, like, just the timing was, like, yeah. each time one of us was single, the other one. Right, and it was just like, oh, I'm genuinely happy for you. I have no, like, no qualms with this. Yeah, it was honestly never even, like, for me, for a long time, it was never, like, a thought of, like, oh, I could, like, be with Kayla because either she was in a relationship or I was, and I was, like, happy for her when there was good things about her relationship. She was happy for me. Right. And then, like, yeah, eventually it was like, huh, I wonder why she was the only, like, one of the only people besides my mom that I would call when I was with Net Ministries and had, like, zero free time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It's like, oh, it's yeah. all right in front of you. There's me. some value to this, like, just the right. friendship that we had. Right. Yeah. The connection that we had. Right. But you're right. It is such a different thing. Like, that's not how it works these days, really. It's more like, oh, this person's pretty or cute, and I'm going to try right. and, like, pursue, and then we'll see if we kind of fit together in that way. But, like, we already had that foundation where, like, we obviously both cared about ministry because we yeah. that was what we had dedicated our lives to that summer. And I knew you were Catholic, and you knew I was Catholic, so we already had that common foundation. Otherwise, honestly, like some of the other relationships I'd been in, I was like, didn't have that, that didn't work. So obviously, yeah. that's something that is an absolute must, like, so important. So you kind of had to practice it being weird. In yeah. A way. I mean, and I always mean that all positive. Like, yeah. You know, it doesn't, doesn't, I mean, some people like, oh, I can never do that. Like, I see people like, look really holy, and they're, this and doing this like gosh I never that. But yeah. like they didn't just like arrive at that. They, no. they worked to get to that. And yeah. sometimes I forget that too. Like yeah. you gotta work to get to that. Like and you had you both went through relationships where like yep. it just isn't it. Oh gosh. What's yeah. it? What's it? You know how, how do we get to that point? What is it? Right. And, and I, I yeah. think it's so hard because nowadays I think a lot of people settle because they think that they can't get to that. Like I was I remember being like and I'm gonna have to compromise on something when yeah. like actually you really don't have to no you yeah. absolutely do not have to yeah I think that was a big part of my like I don't know journey like out of high school 
was, I mean, I don't know, I didn't have super, tons of super close friends in high school, sure. especially no, not very many like faithful friends for sure. And then right after high school, I started working at camp and I was like, yeah. oh wow, there's like actually people faithful like me. people, yeah. they're yeah. kind, like they're fun to be around, they're not just like weird either, <laughs> like weird yeah. in a bad way, right, right, <laughs> in a good way, but like, I was like, oh wow, this is like good, true friendship. And then I was with uh, Net Ministries and I was with like the same 10 people for like yeah. a long time. Yeah. Even just like the training portion too though, was like, oh wow, I'm just surrounded by holy people who right. actually care about their faith and they're out there. Other people have the they are. They, are they out exist, there. and I don't have to just like be uncomfortable around like some of the friends that I've had for forever. Right. Because we don't share the same values or. Like, right. And I mean, if there is, I think even in friendships, like I think people feel like they need to compromise because they're not going to find something better. Like you always have to give a little or whatever. But there are certain things that you should definitely hold as like this is a standard. Yeah. That it's okay for me to have. And yeah. I truly think that people tend to rise to the occasion. Like, if you give them a standard that you have, they will absolutely meet it if they're the right person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. But I, yeah, think, not to like... I think people compromise on other things because they're like, oh, faith, that'll never be something we agree on. But at least he's like tall and handsome and like pizza. Right. right. But there's like, pizza. well, you could compromise on the pizza. Like, there's. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to There's just. <laughs> I just think, but I remember being that age where I was young and I was like, well, yeah, I'm never going to find that. Like, I'd go to student bell conferences and stuff and I'd be like, oh, that's so awesome. Look at all these young men here, here who are, you know, faithful and then, like, they're all in seminary. You're like, well, never mind. Right, right, <laughs> right. But I don't know. I, I, I don't think my mom has always said this. She says being a young adult is, like, one of the hardest times of life. And I oh, couldn't okay. agree more because you're trying to figure out so many things just for yourself. But then also trying to find someone else that, I mean, if that's what you're called to, if that's what, you know, your vocation right. is, but also trying to find someone else who, you know what I mean, has the same values you do, but then, you know, it's like, you're never going to have it all figured out before you get together. Like, yeah. people are like, oh, I got to figure it out and get it all, you know, oh, yeah. nice and yeah. pretty in a box with a bow on it before I can jump into a, <laughs> relationships are messy. That's just how right. they are. They're never going to be like ready for one. No, it's no matter it's, how much you think. No. Either. Like, no, yeah. yeah, I think that's, we've talked about that a couple of times, even with marriage, where, you know, people who move in together before they're married and stuff, like, because they want to, like, practice being married. Yeah. You can't practice being married until you're married. Like, that's the yeah. point. Like, right. you can't be good at marriage until you're married. I can't remember why we were talking about that, but it was something like, well, how are we going to figure that out? And it's like, well, we, we can't because we're not in that season yeah. of life yet. Right. But you're not supposed to because you're supposed to figure it out once you're in that season. Like, you yeah. have what we need for this season right now, and that's okay. Yeah, I heard something cool from on different podcasts. I can't remember, but, like, the guys were talking about, like, being married young, and, like, yeah, yeah they didn't have stuff figured out, and these guys are, like, famous. It was the Daily Wire, so they're, like, oh, yeah. those yeah. guys that are, like, very successful yeah. at this point. Oh, yeah. And when they started, they had, like, nothing. Right. And, uh, like, they were saying, like, I'm glad I was not established or not, like, Right. and have my whole life figured out before I got married because right. I became the person I am now with my wife. Right. If I were my own established person, right. like it would have, there'd have been more clash. Right. If it's two fully established people coming together yeah. and, uh, you know, have yeah. their lives, you know, figured out or whatever, there's going to be more to clash or hard, like it's hard yeah, to mesh that. Yeah, if you're set in your ways and like the way you think everything should be yeah. done. But if you build it together, right. that's a lot of what they were saying and I thought, that's good to know because I really don't feel like I have myself figured out. <laughs> right. It is easier to join two moldable pieces of yeah, clay than right. two rocks. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good <laughs> yeah. visual. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I mean, and I've said before, too, like, like I could have gone through every retreat. I could have read every book. I could have talked to every marriage counselor. I could have every priest. I could have talked to everyone. And I still wouldn't have been ready yeah, for marriage. I, like, fully, like, right. ready. And, I, and, you know, I'm we're still not though because right. there's there's things that right. will unfold in our marriage that you we haven't gone through yet it. like and you can't foresee no. it and i can anyway. we could talk like, now and say if this happens then we'll do this if this happens we'll right. handle it this way but we've done that before and then that happens and we've handled it completely different yeah because we are in a different place in our faith life right. and our walk right. and, and you play the what if game all day and 
we could, we could, and there's nothing wrong with talking about it. But I'm not going to be, like, I'm not going to be married to that no. way of doing things. Right, right. Until we do that together. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, where I'm at right now, I'm just like, I'm so excited to be married because, well, for I mean, a lot of reasons. I don't know. It's something I've always felt like I was supposed to be is like a wife and a mom. And yep. so I think when it's like less than three months away, it's like kind of tangible now almost. Yeah, it's where it's, Yeah, where it feels like before, it's like, yeah, I think you see it on movies and you hear about it, like your whole life growing up, even as like a little girl, you know, you're like, oh, wedding, 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 and it's so fun. And then, you know, so, I mean, you start planning it. And the hard part with wedding planning is like, <laughs> you plan it all and mess up a bunch of times and you never do it again. Oh, so it's right. like, I'm right. like, I can't even practice and be like, oh, next time I'll do it better. It's like, well, I screwed that up. Like, Right, right. That was my one time to do it. That was like the pastor that married my sister and her husband. He told her, he said, so you've planned the day and everything. If if the roof falls in, that's how we planned it. He said, whatever happens, that is how we right. planned it. It's right. supposed to happen that way. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I think, too, it's like, that's the thing is that sometimes people, like, they work, do all this work to get married. They do plan the flower, you know, all this yeah. stuff to get the wedding day. The wedding day happens, and it's like, sometimes the couples are like, so now what? Like, yeah. you spent all this that was time like, and energy that for this, was like the but they forget that like the you get married every day. Yeah, yeah. You, you are married, I mean, every day you get remarried. You yeah. wake up, you're married again, yeah. you're married yeah. again, and you choose that person again every day, yeah. and and sometimes it's like, yeah. I've been married a while, it's maybe kind of like, thanks. <laughs> that's not me talking, that's my wife talking, <laughs> <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> no, but, but like every day you're like, have this person still yeah we're still we're still going we're still yeah. married we're still yeah. working at it yeah. we're still figuring things out you yeah know, it's, yeah absolutely and yeah. uh and she'll tell you that too like we're still figuring things out oh yeah i mean you're never done no we're not supposed to be and that's the thing done. that people get to the wedding like we did it we got married we're done and now we just coast through yeah. life they're like yeah. no that's not good enough now the work begins i think it's been interesting i'm oh, sorry were you gonna say something oh just like yeah one thing i've heard is like yeah ready for marriage isn't about like the day after the wedding or the month after the wedding that's still good you're still in the easy part it's like the day 10 years down the road when you wake up and you don't necessarily have good feelings about each other it's like those days not just the yeah, yeah. Right. the wedding isn't the end that's the right no the and it's yeah. just it's like you with confirmation you know yeah. it's like it's no, not the yeah. end it's, it's the beginning it's funny that you're yeah. saying that because we have to lead a confirmation retreat on Sunday and that's my talk oh. is like this is the first step for you guys. Like, this isn't the end. Yes, your parents have been, you know, having you, you know, go to this stuff for your whole life. Right. And now you're getting confirmed. And you're saying, yes, this is the first step. Like, your goal now is to always be taking the next yeah. step in your and faith. Yes. Your parents might even think it's the end, too. Right. right? Yes. Right. So many of them. But it's yes. not. No. Yeah. No. And it's... Plot twist. It's the beginning. It's yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And spoiler alert. It yeah, never right, ends. Right. Uh -huh. So, yeah. I mean, I've, and I've got... Blunt, blunt, more blunt with people in my confirmation talks. <laughs> I, I tell them if st statistics hold true, I am looking at a room full of ghosts. Oh. Like we'll never see it again. Yeah. And I don't want that to happen. Right. But that's where we're at. Right. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you that oh do this and and you just coast through your life. Like no, this is this is a beginning. If you don't yeah. see it as a beginning, then you miss something. Yeah. And we don't want you to miss it. Yeah. But and we want you to be confirmed. Yeah. But we want you to get it. Right. And we want you to see that this is not just let's check this off the list. But I think that also comes with weddings as well, is that you see couples who are checking the wedding day off yeah. the list and yeah. then they move on and they don't realize right. the graces, they don't realize the right. sacrament that it is. Right. It's just like check it off the list and yeah. move on and off to the honeymoon. And so it's we live, and I've, I've said this over and over and over again, we live in a very checkbox mindset with oh, yeah. the sacraments, going to Mass, everything. Oh, did it, did it. Did it, done. Yeah. Got my gold star in heaven, and off we go. See, and, I think the last, so, we've, um, I've had, like, friends that have been getting married and stuff lately, like, not in the church. Yeah. And that's been kind of interesting to see just how it's so, such a different, like, mentality going into it. Where it's like they've already been living together, or they've already, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. already have a house together. I don't want to say like the ceremony is a joke, but like some sometimes when people are ordained online, it's not as oh, 
yeah. not as sacred oh. as like it would be for the person that's supposed to be like leading. Yeah. Like the minister. Yeah, the minister. It less yeah. Or having Elvis impersonate oh, Mary. Oh gosh, or really? Like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Wow, that's an image. I guess we're not doing that. <laughs> right. I'll throw that out the window. You right. got us, Chris. Spoil. <laughs> but I think for us, it's been really cool planning because I didn't realize how much freedom you had over the mass until I we were doing right. a lot of the planning. Right. And that's been so cool because like we've been really intentional with so many of the parts of our wedding and reception. Like we're doing a foot washing instead of like a garter toss because oh, that wow. just is distasteful in my opinion. I would never. Yeah. I would be mortified. And we think a foot washing would be so cool, um, and the meaning behind the it, the symbolism right. behind it, yeah. And so right. his sister kindly wrote up like this yeah. thing she's gonna read while, while he's washing my feet and I'm washing his, and um, kind of you know how Jesus washed the disciples' yeah. feet, right? Because that's what we're doing. Like yeah. that's what marriage is. It's a dying to self, and you know. Um, and so, a lot of our wedding planning has been. Brayden's always really intentional, and so you may be better at that, but he's like, so much of what we've been doing has been so intentional, like, from the song and where it's, like, what song we picked and where it's placed in the, like, in the mass, we're like, oh, this is good because this is where yeah. the gifts are being brought up, and we're saying, give me Jesus, like, those are some of the lyrics, like, everything's been so intentionally planned for those that are Catholic, but also to be a witness to those that aren't, Yeah, you know, that yeah. this is really a sacrament, and it's not just a, a celebration of you know, us yeah. getting married. Look and, at me. Yeah, woo right. Big Not party. Just, yeah. It's like a truly the biggest, like, one of the biggest commitments of our lives. I mean, yeah. kind of is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not just a, like, <laughs> hey, everybody who's related to us and all our friends, come look. It's, right. hey, come participate. And yeah. Come, like, receive part something. Right. Because, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I want people to, if they can get some little yeah. know, bit of meaning out of any of it. Yeah. yeah. The songs that we choose, the prayers that we choose, the that we choose. Yeah. I, yeah, I had no idea we could choose like all the prayers that oh the my gosh. does. And, like, Me either. Yeah. There's options. It's really cool. That and, was like, really fun. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, whatever, just pick one of them. But, like, oh my gosh, we yeah. sat with them and like we wrote down, we'd like be like, no, I don't really like that one. Really like this one. Let's think about it for a little while. And yeah. then we like revisited it and looked at it and wrote again the date on it to see if we still like that one more or not. Yeah. And, oh, and yeah. it's, it was it's really probably, cool. Yeah, it was. And it's probably like not as, as consequential as I might think. But, you know, if God is going to reach people, he's going to reach people, right. regardless of what I choose, what we choose, or what I do about it. Right. Right. Um, right. And it's not our job to make, you know, to be a perfect example or a perfect no. witness right away either, but do what we can. Right. Yeah. Right. I think people forget, you know, there's a meaning behind everything at the Mass. There's yeah. a reason yeah. for yeah. everything. Absolutely. Same with a, a, a wedding, you know, of course, the Mass and the wedding, yeah. you know, but... but there's a reason why we're doing all of this. Right, right. It's not just because. Right. It's because of something. Yeah. And There's this really cool, so we went to the SEEK conference this year, which is yeah. the first time any of us yeah, had ever been there as a CrossFit team. None of us had ever been there, and we went to try to recruit some staff for summer. Um, and we got a lot of interest. That was very cool. That's great. Yeah, and we've hired quite a few that actually have applied from SEEK, so that's really, wow. really cool. Um, but there's lots of art like it's the worst place to go if you have like a tiny bit of money and you are catholic mm -hmm. and like because there's just catholic stuff everywhere and you're like i want to support a small business i want to support this one so right. just beware if you ever go but there's this one shop that had some really beautiful art at it and i have like an addiction to religious art which is horrible too it's mm. like my book addiction yeah, we're, both, like, we're bad <laughs> i know I, we were like where are we gonna put all this once we're in the same house like <laughs> my walls are covered your walls are covered they're gonna be covered we're like we'll be seasonal we'll just right. have to switch them out with yeah, each season right. um but we found this one that it was a bride with blonde hair and then a groom with brunette hair and each one they're holding hands in the middle and then there's a crucifix right in front of them with jesus and each one of their hands is nailed to the cross with his so they're holding hands and then the bride's hand and the groom's hand are nailed to the cross with jesus and we were like oh my gosh what an accurate representation of like what we're about to enter into yeah like yeah it's beautiful we framed it we're gonna have it at our wedding like yeah. sitting out that's but not the picture that the no, no, because we were but, talking about this the other day where it's kind of it's kind of dark. Like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I wish it was like lighter, happier colors. And then I thought about it more, and we were talking, and we were like, you know, but that's what that's what the world wants you to see. It's like, oh, it's just a happy wedding. It's great. They're all together now. But like, it's a it's, it's a sacrifice, yeah. right? And it is suffering, and that's not bad. 
but in death but comes life as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah. But it was, when we were looking at it later and talking about it, we were like, well, how, how appropriate that it actually is more of, like, there is some dark, like, kind of a, a mood to it because of the colors that the artist used and stuff. Because it is a dye, but it's not a bad dying. I think people associate that kind of death or sacrifice or giving up independence is a freedom. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm losing my freedom. Right. Whereas like Father Mike says, like when you have limits you're able to love better. Yeah, like, that's like yeah with that decisive thing. Yeah. Yeah. You choose and decide on something you are more free to be yeah. like to love fully. Yeah. yeah. You fully. can actually love something versus just kind of being bad. Split like, so many different ways if you choose one thing. Yeah. Right. Because I think people feel like yeah, I think the culture is telling us that the being undecided is freedom. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. To me, undecided is it's one more thing that's left undone. Right. So it's all like I have these tasks. Right. And if I have all these undone tasks, then my head is everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And so it's it's not that I have I'm free. It's that I have something that's left undone that right. that I am tied to this You're now. You're chained to how many to more figure, things? Yeah, I'm chained yeah. to this one now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's definitely yeah. Says it all. No, it tells you, and, and they they tw twist it. And, yep. Yeah. Even with who you are, don't commit to. Yeah. Like what you are, who you are. Yeah. Right. Be open be to anything. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. What am I? What am I today? Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Good question. And what am I? Yeah, what What is today gonna bring? And. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I've been trying to be. Way more intentional about praying in the morning before I start work. Mm -hmm. and like you know, everything with family and everything like that. But also, yeah. Lord, let me let me be something for you today. Right. I'm not sure what right. it is yet. Well, it's like but, what you were saying. You wake up every morning with your wife, and you're like, "All right, well, we're married. Like we are married again today. This is." Yeah. But it's also that with Jesus, like the marriage, our marriage in this life is supposed to be, as Christopher West says. Like, it's a sign pointing us towards Disneyland. And, like, once we're in heaven, you know, in the heavenly wedding, like, you don't yeah. need a sign pointing you to heaven once you're already in heaven. But here right. on earth, like, that's the sign. But also every morning, like, you're saying praying, we are, like, supposed to be married. He's the bridegroom. Like, right. we are the church, and, you know, we're the bride, and he's the bridegroom. So every morning that you are with your wife, every morning we should be with the Lord, too. Yeah. You know, for yeah. doing that vow. Right. Otherwise, we're just... I said this when I talked to your mom and your sister, you know, that it's just, we treat him, we treat God like he's the genie from Aladdin. Yeah. And like pull him in when we need him yep. and then, you know, kind of shoo him away yeah. when uh, he's calling us uh, something a little bit difficult to right. pull us out of our comfort zone. But, right. Because uh, uh, we don't want things to be hard. We don't want right. to be difficult. We want to be comfortable. Right. And. Yeah. I, yeah, I will say engagement, like, it's been very joyful. There's a lot of stuff that like I didn't anticipate, like discomforts that I didn't anticipate. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, can you, can you think of one that you could share? Well, I feel like, I mean, given both of us are very blessed that both of our families are very Catholic, and, like, right. and that's, I mean, a huge blessing in itself because they all completely understand where we're coming from with, you know, how we want our wedding to be and how important of a sat, like it's a sacrament, it's a really a big deal. Um, but even just like family growing pains is yeah. like mm -hmm. something that no I didn't anticipate. How, good, yeah. how like we went to six Christmases this year between, <laughs> between our families and it's great and it's beautiful and it's so fun to see family but we were like it wasn't something that I anticipated causing me stress yeah. where I'm yeah. like but I don't want to I don't want this family to feel like we were there longer and I don't want this yeah. family like they, oh, yeah. there's growing pains when it comes there to is. uniting two families together there and is. it's not a bad thing but it's this you know what I mean? There's a it's a process of yeah. figuring it out. Like, yeah. I'm glad that we have been able to like start kind of figuring that out. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there might be things that some people go into marriage and they're just not I don't know yeah. not expecting to have to deal with or right. they haven't dealt with it or right. talked about right. it even. Right. Like, I think there are things that I'm like, glad that some of these growing pains are happening because it's kind of one thing that we're at least started on the journey. Yeah. Like, Right. Figuring it out because it's going to be a process, mm -hmm. no matter yeah. like how wonderful both of our families are. And like, yeah. that's just part of the process. I think it's like, I don't know, yeah. it's weird to not. When you're single, you're with your family. When yep. stuff going it's like, on, oh, it's Thanksgiving, we're dating, yeah. but like, have fun with your family. Right. And I'm gonna go to mine. Right. And now we're like, oh, 
Yeah. No, like, it'd be weird if we were married and it was like, all right, see, I'm going to go to be, be with my parents. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to go with yours. That's not exactly yeah. how it's done. No, no. But, and it's, it's not a bad thing. Like I'm saying, we both have very understanding families, which we're very blessed with. That's good. Because it could yeah. be, like, malicious and, you know, the guilt trips. And, yeah. Oh, my gosh, it could yeah. be horrible. So we're both very blessed. But I just, I think that was something I hadn't really anticipated necessarily, yeah. you know, yeah. having to deal with. Or, or, like, even, like, changing car insurance. Stuff. Like, right. not that it's bad, but right. it's like one more thing that I'm like, oh shoot, like, and then me changing my name, holy moly, I'm a right. nurse, I have to change it on four million different things, oh, where it's just man. like, it's not a bad thing, but it's stuff you don't think about until no. you're like, oh dear, no. I have to change every, everything. And then you have to get used to writing that last yeah. name, I mean, have, have you practiced yeah. yet? No, not no. really, I no. should, <laughs> it's okay, I have another surgery coming up, I'll just spend my whole just couple weeks off writing, writing like, my... Like a little, like a young girl's like journal. Yes, right. girls. Yeah, right there. Yeah, right. that'll be me. No, I just. <laughs> yeah. Do I want the babies in the age? <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that they're. I think something I wish I had heard because I don't feel like you hear much about being engaged as a Catholic couple. No. We've talked about this where it's like the church like really cares about you when you're like discern like discerning and they're like okay you've got to be married we're really excited for you to get married we're gonna do some marriage prep and then I feel like but I feel like the whole process of being engaged and then even like once you're newly married is kind of like forgotten about like once you're married you're kind of like okay cool you're married yeah but there's like actually a lot more to be done oh yeah and even like in engagement I don't feel like I ever had heard a Catholic couple talk about really what their engagement was like until we were like at our marriage retreat and I'm like, well, yeah. now we're like three months away from getting married, and it would have been nice to hear this like six months ago when yeah. we got engaged, you know? Right. Like, it's right. super joyful, it's super fun, there's a lot of planning to do, and I think it's hard to not, something I struggle with just in life in general, but also in this, because I'm so excited to enter into this sacrament, is like not anticipating. I feel like just being in the moment and appreciating the season, because it's really short. Oh, it's yeah. nine months, yeah. but it's such a short amount of time. When you're in it, it's like, well, holy moly, we've got yeah. 200 more days until right. <laughs> so right. we're married and get to live under the same roof and, you know, yep. um, share the same bathroom. But, you know, I don't yeah. know if that'll be fun or not, whatever. I don't know. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. But, but I'm telling you, you, you have that much counter space. Like, that's it. <laughs> I'll write it in. I've got drawers. Um, Chapstick, toothpaste. That's like I'm super wow. simple. I know I'm not much of a girl. No, that's. Do that's, I have much more than that? I don't. I don't. Deodorant. Oh, I'm sorry. Deodorant. Oh yeah. They were like, we were gonna say something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that it's something I. We've talked about after our marriage retreat. How we would love to someday be able to help in marriage retreats and stuff. Cause yeah. I think engagement oh, yeah. is a hard time and it's a beautiful time, but it's also a super confusing time. And it would be nice to have someone to walk with you in that. And like, I, I get marriage prep is probably supposed to do that too. Um, yeah. We have a meeting with Deacon Tim, which has been great. But it'd be so cool to have like, I don't know, like an adoptive couple, like a couple See? that like adopts, adopt an engaged couple or something like that right. to help them in like their walk. And that's kind of what focus yeah. is. Yeah. Focus for married couples is, yeah. is that, is walk with the couple. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was going to ask you too, like for you guys. Like if you could like snap your fingers and like make it a perfect world, what would you say that the you you as an engaged couple and then a married couple, newly married couple needs from the church? Like what? How could the church? Like if we could snap our fingers yeah. and make it perfect, what would, what could the church do for you? The perfect world thing. Yeah. Like if we could just do that. Right. <laughs> I do feel like like a lot of times you know with especially like when people graduate from high school yeah. especially within college as well they're kind of dumped into quote-unquote the general population like yeah. just yeah. And, and if you're if you're lucky to have like a young adult ministry in your parish right. or, in, or in your deanery or your yeah. community that's that's awesome but a lot a lot around the country don't have that right. 
And so when you jumped up to the general population, people just kind of like, well, I'm going to mass because that's what the obligation is. Yeah. And then there's really nothing else for me. And and even if we do like a Bible study for like the general adults in the church, that's great. Yeah. But is that going to really speak to this newly married couple or this engaged couple? Yeah. Is it really hitting them where they're at? Yeah. You know, we spend so much time in ministry meeting people where we're at, where they're, where they're at. Yeah. Are we doing that with our adults as well? Are we just yeah. lumping all adults together? Like, you're an adult, yeah. there's one thing for you. Yeah. Well, so we went on our marriage retreat at the end of January, and then Brayden's parents just went on a marriage retreat in St. Louis a couple weeks ago, because they were, we were talking to them that night, because I didn't know that they were going on it until we finished our marriage retreat and went over there for dinner. And they were like, yeah, because we're at the point where, like, Grayson's their last kiddo in the house, and she's in sixth grade, and they're like, we finally had time to pull our heads up from, like, you know, the grinding stone and be like, hi, yeah. like, yeah. how are you? It's been years. Yeah. We're, you know, and and I think, I don't know what the solution is for, but I even think that the the social that we went to that night that was, cool. was really cool because yeah. it did pull in, you know, engaged couples and yeah. married couples of all different ages and stuff all into the same place to talk about stuff that I'm sure is applicable when you're engaged or when you've been married for 20 years. Yep. Um, I thought they did a really nice job of that. And it was really cool just to have that community of people that are very similar. Like, I have friends that are seriously dating or whatever, but they're not Catholic. And so it's kind of hard because there's such a different, such a different view of what that means, you know? Yeah. Like, for us, I'm like, well, we're preparing for it. Like, it's the biggest sacrament of our life. Like, yeah. that's a huge thing. And for them, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to get married, but like, we're yeah. in the same house, it really matter. Yeah, whatever. what's the point of getting engaged now? I don't know. Right. It keeps getting pushed off if it's not right. a sacrament right. or if you're not waiting If nothing's for changing, yeah. yeah. Like, right. for us, a lot of stuff will change. Yeah. But for some yep. people who've been, you know, living together and stuff, not that much changes. Yeah, if so, the day after yeah. your wedding is just the same as the day before, right. then what's... Yeah. Is it... Yeah. Yeah. Really experiencing, like, a sacrament? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I don't know the best I don't know the best answer I know that I want to help with it somehow yeah. because right. I think that I think that's the thing is that we don't know right. we don't know we don't know yeah. right I think in a way if you could like if you could force people to have difficult conversations as engaged couples yeah. or as married couples like yeah just earlier, earlier. Yeah. force them to have difficult conversations about faith about decisions that will be made or right. tough things that might come up right. just because I think people get uncomfortable by like serious topics if they know there's a disagreement there they don't yeah. want to approach it yeah. right or like even right. like yeah having two different faith even like yeah yeah, yeah. different denominations there could be a little discomfort there and like not necessarily wanting to talk about tough stuff right right i don't know even like learning the the what the church really teaches as <laughs> i don't know about like sex and yeah. What's okay, what's rules. not okay? Like, yeah. NFP, yeah. NFP was, yeah, I mean, I feel like we learned a lot. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I we did it a, super interesting. We did a lot of searching on our, well, okay, so to go back for just a second, yeah. how you were saying that a lot of people don't have difficult conversations. Like, we had a lot of difficult conversations before we were even dating. Like, yeah. just as friends, yeah. talking about things. And then even once we were dating, I think, I mean, very early on, we, I knew that I would marry you. So we started yeah. having very serious conversations. Well, yeah, and like yep. when you were talking about like podcasts and stuff. Yeah. I had never listened to podcasts before we were like together. Like never. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. I'm so tired of the radio. This is all I listen to. So yeah. then yeah. I think Brayden had to start listening to podcasts. Yeah. And but yeah. we were searching them. for stuff that would teach us about right. marriage, about relationships, about like. Right. Actively know? seeking it out because right. we were like, we want, we just had such an interest in it. Yeah. I mean, when it's something like, I, it's got to be one of the biggest things that we ever do. It is. It is something that needs to be like handled with care and like dug into and yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like actually on, like on the one hand there's no way to know what you're getting into or be prepared. Right. But there are things that you can do to, to, be to as, understand it a little yeah. better or right. just prepare yourself right. in the ways that you can. Right. Like I I don't know. There's ways like it's kinda terrifying. Like, am I ready to be a husband? <laughs> I don't know. Am I like yeah, ready to devote myself to this vocation for the rest of my my life i don't know i don't know if i'm going to be a good husband but i'm going to hopefully try to do everything i can to like yeah and i think myself. that's exactly what a good husband is and a wife too is the one who's 
the ones who are trying to do the best that they can. Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. all that you can ask. Yeah. Um, I'm doing the best I can. Like we used to tell our kids too, and they're like, "Oh, this isn't fair." Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Look, you didn't come with an instructor book." Yeah. Especially yeah. like our first porn. It was like, "This is our first one." It I've came never out been to we this were... before. <laughs> this is. I mean, I could read. Same thing with having kids. I could read yeah. every book, oh, yeah. listen yeah. to every doctor, listen to every podcast, everything. Mm -hmm. I'm never gonna be fully prepared to be a parent. No. Um, uh, I'll do the best I can. Right. Right. But, and that's all we can do is the best. Right. Best. The best that we can. But I think you have a good point. Is you know bringing up the uncomfortable conversations sooner so that it's not like I think I don't know people enter marriage now and they're like well if it doesn't work we'll just it just is gonna end and, and it's fine yeah. but that's not that's not but if it's a lifelong commitment right. you should you you want to be you know on the same ready page for the tough be, stuff that's gonna come yeah, right and not think oh it'll just be fine and right you know be able to have the conversations and be able to Get right. through the conversations. Right. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, we're blessed in that we were both very interested in learning about what it, you know what I mean? Like what marriage is and everything that comes along with that. But I think, I don't want to say it like you said, we're a weird couple. So maybe. Yeah, I mean that all positive. <laughs> so like we did a lot of looking into like, like you were even saying, like we have the book, you know, Good News About Sex and Marriage by Christopher West. Excellent yep. book. Which, or yeah, like, we would highly recommend highly that. recommend that book because it covers West podcast too yes mm -hmm. they answer some of like the biggest questions i think we've had about marriage and stuff i didn't even think amazing of. stuff mm -hmm. like questions i didn't even know i had until he was addressing it yeah. and i thought oh that's so good we know that i'm so glad we know that before going into yeah. marriage i yeah. think we were lucky enough to find something that answered questions that we didn't know yeah were there yeah absolutely like, not like the questions are answered and it's done and figured out but just like Oh wow! I've never thought about this before, and because right. yep. it's a the podcast is with a married couple. They've, they've yeah. been married for Christopher know, and Wendy, 20 30, years. about almost thirty yeah. years now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like they just do this podcast where they answer questions from people. He works with the right. Theology of the Body Institute. Right. I was gonna say that being said, they need to be credible. So yeah, his, yeah, yeah, he yeah. lives and breathes Theology of the Body, and I'm pretty sure the Catholic Church would have shut him down if he was spreading anything that was not yeah. within Catholic doctrine. Yeah. So that being said, there are some podcasts out there that do spread well, misinformation, which yeah. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of even bad stuff considered Catholic ones. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, so just make sure they're, they're credible sources, right. but. Yeah. I think you're right that that would probably be helpful for engaged couples is just to I don't even know what you could do like maybe have a really early on retreat instead of like just sometime before you get married because yeah. yeah. there was a couple that we were with that gets married in less than a month here like they're getting married in March and they had their marriage retreat at the end of January yeah and I was like mm. oh dear like there's stuff that like if maybe if you did a marriage retreat or like an engagement retreat right right after people get engaged and I know you can't probably offer one that it's often. probably hard to encourage Right. Yeah. Right away, because especially couples that might not be super involved with the church, yeah, they're just kind of figuring it out as they go. As yeah. far as how does the process work with right you know, getting married in the church? Right. What do I have to do and communicate? How do I communicate? How do I? Yeah. Yeah. And how do you just, argue? Yeah. You know. Right. That's fun to figure. Fight out. fair. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You know? Father David All up that. north says we've lost the art of arguing. Yeah. Like you could do it and then yeah. go and have like a beer yeah. together and it's it was okay. okay. To have yeah, it's okay. It's okay to disagree. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's okay to walk away. Right. And and you can good. still be friends later. It's right, right. So like, all right, this is well, it. Makes or breaks. This us. is the big one. And I think that goes with the culture that I think our relationships are so fragile. Oh yeah. Now yeah. that people, if you disagree with me, we're walking away. I cannot be friends with you. Yeah. I can't yeah. do this. Culture says. And yeah. then that translates into our marriages as well. Yeah. That our relationships are so fragile. Hmm. Yeah. You're not affirming me. Yeah. <laughs> we're done. You're done. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It's not that's about it. affirming. It's about right. caring. And right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean I I will just know that we're I'm praying for you guys and everything because <laughs> this is great. But I also pray too because you had mentioned like you guys working with married couples down the road. Yeah. And pray that you continue to be so articulate about the faith and about where you are in the faith because mm -hmm. I think that is what people need to hear yeah. and people need to people will connect with because people will mm -hmm. they'll find that and they'll like that. We got to talk to them because they, they, <laughs> they have something. Yeah. And we want that as well. Isn't that and, funny? And you guys are... being able to articulate that is huge as well as you do. So. Us humans are good at, I feel like humans are really good at recognizing when there's truth there. And then there's that mm. spark of interest. You oh, know? yeah. 
Like, what is it that they're talking about that speaks to my heart? But I think a lot of times we're like, oh, shut that down. it brings up discomfort, so we turn away. Oh, then we turn away. Yeah, absolutely. But you grow. And people become comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. I know the uncomfortableness of my life. Yeah. And so I'm willing to stay in that because I understand that. Yeah. Whereas if I... If I come out of that mm-hmm. and um, I'm challenged, I don't understand being challenged. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how to live that uncomfortably. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good being uncomfortable here, being kind of off balance, and I yeah. understand it. Yeah. And so I think people are subtle for that. Sometimes, and sometimes we end up settling for the lowest common denominator oh, yeah. in our life. And like, oh, yeah. That's the easiest thing. We're just going to do that. Yeah. And, and don't... Yeah. rise up path that. of least resistance it is yeah. it is it's less painful it less is. uncomfortable but it is so thank you yeah. guys for doing this yeah. i know it went fast <laughs> yeah it, it did fast, but <laughs> thank you guys very much mm-hmm.